Good afternoon, everybody. Steven, would you like to take this off? What's going on, everybody? That's Steve here with uh, Ontario Outdoor Pursuit. S. Grimnick 11 or I, 12, whatever uh, we change it to. It's 11. It's 11 for now. Uh, I get to do the intro, even though Cam already did part of the intro, because apparently I'm uh, somewhat of the best at shooting recurve for the first time. So I get the opportunity to do so. So hello, everyone. Today, we are doing a podcast on... Gamma. Turkey talk, Woo! turkey talk, and turkey, what we, not in, not in lightning, but turkey, and turkey season, turkey season. Yeah. Is that what we're gonna go with? Like okay, we'll call it a recap. So we have joined with us a crowd of good, fine gentlemen, and uh, I guess we'll just go around and introduce oh, everyone. Yeah, they can introduce themselves because if I introduce you guys. You might not like how I do that. So. Kevin goes first. He's familiar. All right. We'll, we'll pass the mics around. and We're trying some new gear, so bear with us. And hopefully this sounds much better as per everyone's request. Oh, for sure. This is Evan Chapel with you. It's Chats Outdoors 20. On, if you want to take a follow. Again, this is uh, Steve Grimmick. S. Grimmick 11. Hey, I'm Andrew Cutts. Um, I'm Nick Cuts. This is awesome. <laughs> okay. okay, so hold on. Everyone sounds fine here except maybe you two. You not so much. But you, you got like Australian. People are going to ask whether it's Australian or British. So get it out on the floor right now. What is it? It's British. It's All just right. British. All right. Just British. So I guess you, Nick, haven't done much turkey hunting. No, no. So you're going to go ahead and just pass the mic off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, it was uh, lots of time in the field. Unfortunately, not successful. Um, I will start off by saying that uh, the wifey and I, as well as Cam, got out opener day, which was nice. Actually, it was a lot nicer day than last year. A lot warmer, not uh, not windy day and uh, not the uh, nipply temperatures that we were having. But uh, I will do a shout out for my wife, seven months pregnant sitting out waiting for turkey super happy for her she was sitting out there so it was good but uh no a few days out and not successful for me but uh a good season though lots of turkey i think i saw about 20 20 turkey well first day what did we see about 15 yeah yeah that was unfortunately unsuccessful but bad location for us so we were we did have a good spread along the field but on the other side of the hump. Yeah, it was a little bit weird how they flew down. Yeah. Not really interested in anything we had to display as far as decoys and our stuff. Yeah. Well, I think it was just the field, though. Like, it felt like they were in the area. Like, that's where they were roosting. But that's not where they were hanging out, right? Like, they wanted to go somewhere else, mm-hmm. right? Like, they didn't want to stay in that field. So, they just came down. And, unfortunately, we were on the wrong side of the field. And they flew off and, you know, took off from there. We didn't see them. You tried going after them. But I think it was a little too late. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got got a video of it too from across the field. It was good. I got to like maybe eighty yards, and then that was it. They were just like, "Yeah, no, whatever you are, don't like it." Yeah. They went they went off their own way. So. But I think it was the property though. Like honestly, like I went back five or six times. Same deal. Every location, every time I sat, they wanted to fly somewhere else. And as soon as they landed, like they obviously don't fly far, but as soon as they land, they're out of the field they're gone right they they leave so it uh it was it's kind of bittersweet it's nice seeing them it sucked the fact that you have no opportunity right like they're not even shooting range so it's what do you do right i tried calling them they weren't taking any of it so do you find that changed over like the season like as you're you know you're calling from the first day to calling from later on because you pretty well hunted the whole season yeah i was trying to go for them like i'd say Midway through the season, they were, they were, they were re- reacting to the calls, but they weren't coming. They weren't coming to me at all. Like they would respond, they but no, apparently not. They weren't. Well, not enough. 
not enough to come to me though. Like that's what was so bad. Like I had a gobbler back and forth, back and forth, but there was another hen there that was apparently more attractive than my sound. Yeah. It's just like, I just, maybe I wasn't playing hard enough to get, I don't know, but nonetheless tried it and wasn't digging it. Um, he, he landed about, I'd say about a hundred yards out and stayed that distance, left the field gone. And that was probably, uh, not that day. I was probably mid midfield. So that was, that's when I was alone. He was, I was midfield. He was back of the bowl. So sure enough, the next day went to the back of the bowl. Not there. I think he was, nah, I think he was at the very, very end. That was when we, uh, you and I went with a buddy out there and he, again, very, very bottom of it and was gone. So it was tough. They were certainly there. They just weren't playing our game. No, no. Unfortunately that it was a good field. I think just bad positioning, but it's like an opener field. Like that's like you yeah, go you the, the first few days for that one. And, and then that's it. And nighttime, nighttime was horrible. And like with this year too, being at that, it was done at seven. Um, you know, not whatever it was half hour after sunlight. Yeah, no, it was no opportunity there. There's no Turkey or anything. Right. So yeah, it was, as soon as, as soon as eight o'clock, eight thirty, they were running across the field back to the roost. Yeah. Yeah. No. So no, it was that, I'd say that location I only did with one location and it was a tough run, but you know, it was good. I, I saw lots of Turkey. It's just for next year, I guess maybe don't have all my eggs and, in one spot really try a few different locations so yeah. we'll see but sure i got out five six times this year um uh, the, the way where i work i get out uh sometimes i can w- go early in the morning and hunt for a couple of hours and then start work so i uh, i got a few properties about an hour away from here and it's great to get out for a couple of hours the downside is that often when the turkeys start to move, that's time when I got to start clocking in and get to work. So, did not get a bird this year. I got two, two great uh, attempts. One where we set up, saw two hens come into about thirty yards, and just saw motion out of the corner of my eye. And I'm facing the field where my decoys are, and solid turn around, and there's three toms and a jake forty yards behind me, but right behind a massive tree and a full. 200 degrees behind me so by the time i finally started to turn around they're at 40 yards so it was great to see the birds come in but guaranteed i'm sitting up facing the 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 spread and everything is behind me and uh, shooting off of my left shoulder wasn't a was an option there <laughs> and the second time sitting in a blind on a really really windy cool day uh set up a blind right on the edge of a field and three hours in i'm thinking of packing it in and i finally see a a tom fly down eight eight thirty in the morning. He'd literally been in the tree all, the whole time. Um, he flew down, came to fifty yards, and wasn't having any more. And I took a shot there, uh, missed. I padded my gun to forty yards. I realize now that probably should have padded to fifty plus. But uh, thankfully, he wasn't hurt. He trotted off quite happily. Um, so gave it a shot. But I I, I enjoy those times where I, I'm one of those people where. If they're 100, 200 yards out, I'll go for that crawl. Yeah. Why not, right? What, what do I have? What do I have to, to miss? A bit, a bit of cardio, and it's it's a lot of fun there. Yeah, maybe I've blown that sight for a couple of days, but I, I enjoy that. I would never attempt that with the deer, but with turkey, I'll go for that crawl and see how it goes. And I think once out of about 10 times, it's worked for me, and that, that was a that that's a memory I'll never forget. But the other nine, yeah, they decide to hell with this, and they uh, they go for a run. And how about you, Big Sir? Well, for me, I'm getting handed mics left, right, and center here. Holy smokes. Yeah, for me, it was I was successful this year. Got one turkey down. I was hoping to get a second one with the bow, but that just didn't work. My one property is like Tavistock Way, so it takes me about an hour or so to drive there. Early mornings, it's flooded timber, which you'd think is not like a turkey hot spot, but they're in there just rumbling up those woods every Wait, morning. Screw turkey, can we hunt waterfowl and flood it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely, yeah. That's all I got out of that. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I scared geese, ducks out of there every morning. That's awesome. Anyway, sorry. And that, so it's just like, I know they cut across through the timbers there just to go to the opening in the neighbor's field in between the trees. And they just sit in their pathway and I know where they're going. Took one shot this year at them. Yeah. I, it was early morning, so it was still fairly dark and I couldn't quite, I could see him, but I couldn't see all the little twigs and branches in front of it. Cam's going for a fall. <laughs> and that, so it's just like, I, I thought I sent him for a loop because I saw him drop for a second. It's just like, got up, ran. He was nowhere to be found. Like, he was not there. Like, I just rung his bell and he took off. So I spent three hours just looking around in the woods to see if he just dropped somewhere. Yeah. Never did find him. Sounds and cool. that, so it's just like, it went back a couple more times. But then there's turkeys up at my family farm up in Port Elgin. And that, and it's just, some days they're there, some days they're not. My grandfather will tell me if they're there or not. And stuff. Cam came back with a goodie, handful of goodies. I was going to say, it's Ooh, like a uh, drink run here. <laughs> keep, keep hydrating. Sweet. You're not even alcoholic drinks. This is awesome. Nope. Um, okay, so it's just like, I had, I brought all our decoys up and stuff like that. So, so it's just like, Andrew and I, we share our decoys because we hunt most of the time together. And stuff like that, but this year we it just didn't work out for us. So I asked to borrow the decoys. So I set all the decoys up in like the side yard of the property, and I just did some calls. I had three jakes come up through the past the shop and into the decoy spread just, just for the fun of it. I was actually <laughs> shocked that they went in so close to the house. And then it was I think May two four Monday. All of us just like wake up about five thirty, just a couple minutes before legal time. Or I think it was legal time at that at that time in, for the season. Yeah. And next thing I know, I just hear the gobble just in the tree. I'm like, oh, there's my alarm clock right there. <laughs> Got up. And I'm like, I hear, I go outside, I keep hearing him. He's really loud, like he's really close. I'm like, where is he? Like, okay, you got to be around here somewhere. Literally, he was roosted in the tree on the other side of the road. So how our property works, we have the house, the shed on one side of the road. Then we have... 15 20 acre field on the other and then the road that runs right in between it we own the road okay. so it's a private road nobody can get in trouble on it but it's we have fun with it so i literally found him he was still in the tree okay so it's just like it was really windy i was going to take him with the bow and i'm like no that's just too windy of a shot i literally walked up to the base of the tree boom less than 20 yards away from him he's just sitting in the tree looking at me i'm like <laughs> okay Bang! Did you guys make eye to eye? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It was the funny part was he shit himself before he died. <laughs> so so it was awkward. Oh yeah. He went boop and then just went boom. And then just dropped from the man. But, uh, <laughs> that was pretty much in my season. It was pretty much it was a fun time like it usually is. But it always people just give me a hard time just for the farm. It's like, that's cheating because they just come right up to the house. Because I took one in the fall, yeah. like I told you guys before, from the porch. With my bow from yeah. the porch. And it's just like, people are like, that's cheating. So like, you know where you're going next year. Yeah. That's if I keep this, if they I come back around. Well, it sounds like they're consistently there, so. Yeah. Nick, did you hunt this year? I didn't go out this year. Why? I had school. Yeah. Got a job. Okay, for everyone here, how old are you, Nick? I'm 16. Okay, that's fair. That's okay, well, we don't got to worry about school anymore because as we realize, hunting is more important. Than <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. I'm sure your dad has taught you that, right? You learn uh, more in the field. Kind of. Learn more in the field. Okay, yeah. so I want to pick your brain because I like picking... I don't even know how to say it, so that sounds weird. So anyways, um, <laughs> you know where I was going with this, yeah. So, okay, if you had to break down your favorite types of hunting, Nick, what would they be? Definitely waterfowl hunting. Your favorite? <sighs> Definitely. Okay. Why? I find it's more exhilarating. Did Marcello brainwash you to say that? <laughs> yeah, I think like, so. I see how this is going to yeah. be an argument. No, I, kind of we planned this before the podcast. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's buying him a car. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Honda Civic. I think I've gone out for a turkey with Dad maybe yeah. a few times and sitting in the tree stand a few times too, but I like the waterfowl hunting because you can call in and it's less sitting around and waiting. Yeah. I'm super... Short attention span. Yeah, that's good. So calling things in and getting just like a sky blast a little bit. That's <laughs> always fun. You don't get to do that with turkeys and deer. Yeah. Well, your dad's told us some wicked stories about some long shots he's done. Yeah. Um, and 
and I think it's a really cool idea because I never really knew about it when I grew up. Yeah, so so Delta Waterfowl down at Long Point arranges an amazing program. Uh, usually, a, it's a full week in July and another one in August where they keep the kids on site. So a full uh, paid for camp. They do their their uh, firearms license, their hunting course. It used to be the turkey course uh, back when Nick did it three or four years ago. Uh, they're sponsored by uh, I think Bass Pro, Cabela's, and some of the local. Uh, shooting hunting outfits so they get a few decoys etc and a bunch of calls and the kids learn a bunch of stuff they get to go to one of the the delta locations and learn decoy setups and and truly have a blast really i wish i had a wednesday marching course and a hunting course yeah but uh i can't say i think i was a little older when i started i think i was 17 and i had no idea about that until i was well exactly it's just like you get hear about all these programs and it's just like well where was this when I was just getting into this. It's just like, because I wanted to learn about waterfowl. I want to learn about this. I want to learn about that. And it's just like, you have no program to help you out. It's just like, no, it's just. Oh, for, for sure. The the experience they receive there from experienced waterfowl hunters exactly. are things that many adults would never know. No. Yeah. Also, he got the opportunity to go back the following year as a mentor yeah. for the week, which also um, got you your high school uh, community oh, yeah. hours, right? What do you call those? Community yeah. hours. Yeah, okay. Volunteer hours. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Plus all the sweet, like, free swag. And some more swag like, at the end of it. Great yep. swag bags. Oh. Great swag bags. <laughs> what would you get in the swag bag, Uh, I think two calls, hat, book, magazine, catalog. Decoys. Decoys. So, yeah, you get half a dozen decoys. What? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think the... The regulations. Yeah, yeah. I got both regulations. So I just need a fake ID to go. Get <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I am. I am fourteen. Or, or, <laughs> or a kid. No ID. You don't need an ID. You may have too young to be. Or a kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Or a kid. Or Steve. You may have to shave. <laughs> <laughs> shave your beard. <laughs> so what do you think about turkey hunting? It's all right. It's it's cool. Come on. <laughs> Stephen loves it. I think. I'm with you, Steve. I think if I saw something when i went out it would be cooler yeah like i'd like to take a ticket that would be a sweet experience dude but it took me like five years to get my first turkey don't worry yeah, about yeah. that yeah. <laughs> hey, i'm still in five years to get my first deer still yeah so i gotta say from a, for a young guy's perspective though the thing with waterfowl is you can sit in that blind you can chat you can make a bit of noise yeah. you can see those birds coming from literally a mile away right yeah as they get closer it's not like a deer where you've got to be quiet and not move a muscle you can make noise, call, make some motion, right? It's very different from from the young uh, youngsters now that that, as Nick said, they don't have a a huge attention span. Um, so to get them started with waterfowl, I think, is a fantastic idea. I and I feel that the waterfowl hunting is more immersive. Like you can really get yourself into it right. easier than like sitting in a tree stand and yeah. waiting. Is it because you like pulling the trigger though? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> That's like bigger. Deer hunting made me a shooting bow once a season, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But anyways, back to turkey. Cam, you got one this year? Yeah, got one one good bird kind of early on. That was uh, day three uh, for the opener. So. Oh wow. Um, it was it was very quick notice. Uh, it was a no. I was on the fence about whether it was a Sunday gun hunt or no Sunday gun hunt. So I opted to go out with the bow to be mm-hmm. to be safe. It is on the splitting line for my WMU. So. I'll, it was like I, I don't want to risk it, it is. especially new property yeah. i really want this property for yeah. deer which i have and i don't want to blow it so i went out with the bow i had only picked the bow up that morning and the river was closed but james said look i'll meet you there if you want to grab your bow it's like cool went there grabbed my bow got it sighted for 20 and 35 yards that Done. was it sighted the two pins and i was like this is all it's gonna get right now only got 35 <laughs> yards in right. my backyard absolute max and that's that so new strings Quickly sighted, went out, got it done. He was at 27 yards, smoked him. Had to put three arrows through him, well, two rather. And then when I walked up to him, I kind of jabbed him with the other one. <laughs> he just—he was not having. He was not quitting at all. He got up. He was down after the second arrow, and it was like, okay, finally the flop has stopped. Right. He's, he's not fanned out anymore. Everything just slowly like folded. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, it's done, right? Okay, I done the deed. 
I walk up to him. I'm like, sweet, about to check this bird up. And it's just like, whoop, his head's up. And I'm like, what is this guy it's doing? T2000 of turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this guy's crazy. Kevlar vest. <laughs> so that was that. I did get it done with the bow. And uh, unfortunately, not with the shock pen for the second tag. But that's okay. I got my bird mm-hmm. for the spring season, which I'm very happy with. And yeah, it'll be on to the next season now. Prep work for everything else. Where's your mount? He he's, in the other room. he's in the other room. Oh, right okay. place, yeah. You did a cool mount this year. Mm-hmm. I did. I tried, uh, instead of, usually I make the plaques. You did one this year, which yeah. looked awesome. So definitely make a post about that yeah. later because that would be really nice to see. Um, I took the chainsaw and shaved uh, like a small half inch piece out of the log. Yeah. And I used that as so like a kind of a live mm-hmm. edge piece with some bark. So looks different. Cool. I just did the beard and the fan this year. He only had one spur, so <laughs> no feet, no spurs, right. no wings. And that was that. That was my 2019. Um, okay, Andrew, you shot a bird before. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite bird that you've shot and why? It doesn't have to be, you know, the biggest one. Just a memory that you want to for your birds. Has to be a turkey. Oh, okay. Um, that'll be my first bird for sure. Uh, same property that I'd hunted for four years before. And it was one of those, if I saw them fly down on the south corner and I wasn't sex for that day, I'd go back and hunt the south and they would land on the east. If I saw them fly and roost on the east, I'd come back and set up in the east, and they'd be every single time. It was a chase different. Yeah. I chased them for four years. Finally, I was. It was a. It was a weekend, and I didn't get up. I slept in. I guess got up, did a, a couple of chores around the house, went out at nine o'clock, kind of kicking myself. I didn't get out at four o'clock in the morning. Driving down the road, and I see three toms in the field. Perfect. Park my truck, gently close the door, walk around the edge of the field. And just as I am loading my shotgun, I see a Jake walk by at 20 yards. So I literally put one shell in the chamber, closed the action, and even looked up. And there was a tiny little nub on the side of the tree. I could rest my shotgun. And at 17 yards, he didn't even see me. Pulled the trigger. Down he went. So my first bird was was a maybe 18, 19-pound Jake. But it couldn't have been easier. He didn't see a thing coming. And uh, my hunt was over by 5 to 10. So, yeah, yeah. so then I get a call. It's like, how do we dress this thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. like, yeah, I'll be over in a minute. So yeah, that was a solid four years in the making, but it 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 works. So he's my my favorite by far. Yeah. Now you and Evan, you guys have a cool little relationship because you yep. guys have been friends and basically brothers for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually, you know, it's the older person that gets the younger person into hunting, but it's kind of vice versa in this case, wasn't yep. it? It is. Yeah. So, Evan has been married now for six years. Six years. Six years. Wow, you're a smart man not forgetting that. <laughs> I, can't forget it. No, I, I truthfully can't forget it because wife's birthday is on the 20th of this month of June. Yeah. Wedding anniversary is the 20th of July. Oh, okay. So, I really can't mess it up. Nice. As long as I remember the 20th, I'm safe. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> Out of it's going to be easy. It's right in the dead smack moose season. Right. So. Get, <laughs> <won't be forgetting. laughs> Get out right now. Yeah. No, you the, won't be forgetting about it because she'll remind you because you're leaving for moose camp yeah, every year. Yeah. <laughs> out of the blue, Evan said, do you want to do your, your hunting course and your gun license? Did I said, Evan sure. No, I used okay. to hunt in, in the UK um, as a teenager. Very different set of rules and regulations to hunt in the UK than, than it is here. Um, I won't get into that. But we sign up for a course, and with his fiance's permission, I purchased his firearms course and his hunting course as a wedding gift, which I thought was a strange thing to buy. Your brother was a uh, uh, ownership to, to purchase a gun, but uh, she was okay <laughs> hey, with it. it works. And, I think it's awesome. <laughs> Protection for marriage. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. So we did that six, six and a half years ago. Yep. And yeah, I. I couldn't count the amount of times, and it's a it's a great thing to do, whether it be boats or shooting clays mm-hmm. or um, rabbits and squirrels in the middle of winter. Right? <laughs> we'll get out Saturday afternoon. Nothing much going on. We'll grab shotguns doing? and a pocket full of shelves, and we'll go out to one of the local properties and 
and uh, look for squirrels and rabbits and, they and hang up one out. Of the private lands that are like the public lands that are out there, like Fingal, the odd time if, if we can. And you know, that, three hours later, sometimes we're just chatting away. And oh yeah, that's right. We're hunting, so we're, yeah. we're not really paying attention. Kind of forget what we're doing. I haven't seen him in a couple of weeks. We just you know catch up on stuff, and it's a, right. it's a great time to be out. I'm going to kind of get a little bit more detail about where our relationship comes from, sure. just to help people out because you'll hear us say brother from time to time. So it's just like I was. We were part of the Big Brothers Big Sisters program of London. So I was in the program when I was ten. I got mashed up with another Big Brother before I met Andrew. And that, and but he had to go to Hong Kong or whatever to do teaching. I thought like, that's kind of weird, but whatever. <laughs> so I say, so he was like, also a Brit, right? No, he wasn't. Oh, okay. No. No, because Brits stay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, okay, they're like, we'll find another match for you. Just da da da. It's just like, just give us a little bit of time or whatever. Yeah. And then they say we finally have a match for you. It's just like we'll set a date up and you can come meet somewhere or they or he can come to your house and he can meet you and your mom and whatnot because yep. it was just me and my mom when i grew up right. and it still is so it's just like the funny thing is his story for how he picked me is the best it's pretty solid it's pr- it's it. pretty funny because he's like he's sitting at, he has a stack of like kids to choose from to be part of the program and he has to go through them and read them and da 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 and it's just like his wife asked us, like, well, who do you pick? Because they're asking, who do you pick? And he's just like, I don't know, this one. Just grabs the one off the top, and it just happened to be me. And it's just like... <laughs> it also had to do with the birthday. Right? The exact same yeah. birthday. Yeah. yeah, so March 14th, exactly 14 years apart. So it was a crazy part. So I was, we were partnered up when I was 10, and we pretty much hang out almost all the time. Like you said, we're there most of the weekends together. So it's been 20 years now. Because I just turned 30 this year. So what made you want to get into hunting? Well, for me, it was my cousin and uncle who live up in Kingston. They're big-time hunters, big bear hunters, all the big game. They love it. And it's just like they live so far away. I wanted to get into it, but I had nobody to go through it with me. So it's just like, okay. So I brought it up to Andrew, like, I don't know. Was it like 10 years ago? About thinking about doing hunting or whatever. Yeah, it's just like, what do you thought about doing hunting? And he's just like, yeah, I wouldn't mind. So then, like he said, he just we did our course, gun course, and then pretty much there, pretty much we hunt now almost all the time, like when we can. Perfect. I think we all try. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. More. Yeah. yeah. Not enough time of year to hunt. No. Not for sure. Andrew will send photos, videos of himself shooting and. Doing whatever, all it's at 10 in the morning as he sips on his coffee. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've We're all punching the grind. But, yeah. Yeah. but the thing That's is, before, it was like, before we really got to know you guys, I'd get sent these messages constantly. Ooh. Like Now it's kind of nice. Now it's like yeah. everybody gets to feel the pain. Yeah. But some of the times, I feel, I feel but some of the times, the photos that he sends me, I'm laughing because he's done his whole military crawl, whatever, out into the field for a bunch of turkeys, they're all turkey vultures. <laughs> that is true. He's yeah. done that several that times. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, now, that's a story. That's a story right there. Yeah, you you didn't see that this. one, though, that I sent about the turkey stride, where the entire stride was longer than my entire shotgun. Yeah. So it was yeah. almost that thing was yeah. insane. Foot. That was a monster. Like, that had to be a miniature turkey. ostrich yeah. or something. Yeah. That's a good segue, but I want to get back to you thinking about turkey. Oh, I tried. I tried. My very first year of hunting. Purchased my shotgun, head to toe camo, my binoculars on my my harness, and uh, I'm public land that um, you can buy a little tag to or uh, ticket to to hunt there, exit away. So I see these birds out in the field. I pot the truck, jump out, and I probably took ten minutes to crawl 150 yards until I can finally see above the brush. And I look up, I'm 50 yards from these birds. And they're turkey vultures and not turkeys. And, <laughs> yeah, I just kind of so, slink back to the truck. Yeah. Yeah. Did you crawl back? So he's no, what was the point, right? Yeah. So he slowly's worked on I'm identifying mad enough to text animals. Him to say, yeah, be a little more careful what you sneak yeah. up on. Yeah. Sure. So, That's awesome. But it's like we go out sometimes, like we'll just do a little scout trip or whatever. And we actually went out to the public property out in Exeter one time. Nick was with us. 
we did a little pre-scouting or whatever. We sit along a tree edge and that. And I'm like, Bert, I'm colorblind, by the way. Right. Like, certain shades of color are, like, irrelevant. And I'm like, Bert, these two, where? Bert, right there. <laughs> where? Right there, as it's walking towards us. So they slowly have to work on identifying animals, I think. Well, that's all right. Last year alone, I thought a decoy was a skunk. So. Oh. Eh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was I? Yeah. Yeah, it was the first day that we went out. Yeah. And he was uh, he was pointing it like it was Marcello and I, yeah. Megan with you. You set up your decoy, and and Cello is like pointing. It's just like yeah, see that that's that's something there. That's like it's either a skunk, or that's a turkey. And he's going back and forth. I don't see it because it's kind of behind me, if you will, like where we're sitting. I'm thinking, yeah, sure, whatever, Cello, that's fine, you know, yeah, whatever. You and then finally, I see it, and it's just like he's just like, no, like it's it's right in front of them. Like, how can they not see it? He texts you, and he's like, that's that's my decoy. Like he had no idea, and he well, was thinking I it was. Cam was on the other side of the field. So yeah, I, no. I saw these random decoys. I didn't know they were decoys. Uh, yeah, yeah. Once yeah. in a while, you'd get the white from the fan on the decoy, <laughs> and it was dry. But there's a skunk in the middle of the field. Like, it's got to be a skunk. <laughs> skunk not moving, though. Yeah, Question, how many times have you been out there, picked up the binos, and looked, and been amazed that there's a bird in the field, and it's actually a decoy that's been there since you said that? Like, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, I've only done it a few times when I fall asleep, and I wake so up. We've like, done it. Oh, okay, shit. all right. I get all I've the almost, I've almost done it. I've almost done it to, to, to Cello's decoy last year. When I was using the too smooth uh, release, and I was trying to get set up, and it's just like, okay, yeah, Before it's a good or spot. After you flung the arrow at the decoy. No, that that that's it. That was it. it. That was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was just like, okay, I gotta get. I'm, I'm in a good spot. Make sure I can, you know, shoot properly, get set up. And it was like, I don't know what happened exactly, but just kind of just shot. And I was like, oh, 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 god, just just cleared the decoy, and I'm like. Hopefully no one else heard that, saw that. I'll just play that off. Nothing and then, going on here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're like opposite corners. All you see is... Yeah. Flies. Oh, you <laughs> saw it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So meanwhile, we're all walking out. It's just like, yeah, I got to find an arrow. I just accidentally shot. Just love it out there. What do you yeah. mean? Like, yeah, accidentally shot. Well, just kind of getting set up, and I just kind of shot off. At, like, at the decoy? Yeah, the decoy, yeah, yeah. yeah. You not, shot my decoy? Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, not like it's like a gun where I understand like some people are dumb and take their safety off and actually grab it. It's as easy as you pull the trigger. A yeah. bow, you literally got to pull back Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm getting ready to go. It. Maybe yeah, he's checking his draw points. Yeah, yeah. hinge release. Hinge release. Yeah. 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 Gotta we'll hate blame that one on the hinge release. Yeah. That's awesome. So while we've got you guys here, if it's cool, if we got time. we got time. I want to talk on a little bit of summer kind of what what do you guys all do because everyone gets to hear what we do and we babble on all the time but like what do you guys like to do as far as archery hunting any sort of prep work with hunting properties or are you guys just punching the clock making some money what are you guys doing okay i'll uh, i'll go first so after deer season last year i didn't pick up my bow until a few weeks before we did the tech so now it's time to get back in. So I, I enjoy the 3D and I really like to get the practice in. And it, for me, it's a good incentive to get ready again for deer season. I know I should shoot more often, but to get some of those 3D uh, events in is great practice there, both physically and, and mentally there. Get myself dialed in. And if I choose to buy another bow, I'm in the market for another um, bow now, then I'll make sure I've got lots of time to get that dialed in before October. So equipment-wise, I'll get a few things sorted out. Uh, I'm looking for a new set of binoculars, etc. So I got lots of time now between June and October to get all those things sorted out. Yeah. Property-wise, not a great deal. Um, I, I don't have the luxury of many uh, private places that I get to set up cams and and food plots, etc. So I do a little bit of scouting there, but. Um, on that side of things, I I get to I get to hunt. What's there is is what I get there. Yeah. So uh, not a lot on that perspective, but not just that. Um, waterfowl coming around soon too. So again, not much to do on that side of things other than uh, start stacking up on flats of flats <laughs> of shot. Right. I love waterfowl. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I never really. I always we forget know. how soon it really is. This yeah, I know. Early September, right? It's just like you just think about it. It's just like. 
holy crap, it's just like, June like, ten weeks away. Yeah, yeah it's like June's Ooh. pretty much done, and then like who's counting? <laughs> like the season's like what do you mean? literally, yeah, <laughs> like only a f- literally like few weeks away. It's just like holy well, we crap. Got, we got a week and what is it? Four and a half weeks now until we find, find out the moose drops. Yeah. So this is, this is exciting stuff. It seems like we literally just came back. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've, as soon as you guys, once you guys gave myself and Andrew the invite to come to Moose Camp, it's just like, I've been bouncing off the walls. It's like, <laughs> freaking, the the fall can't get here any sooner. It's just like, Moose Camp, yep, gone. I'm actually away from work for more than a week. I'm in the woods, I'm hunting. It's just like, now this is, it's like, yes. It is. I love seeing people get excited. Like, well, when we took Devin and Steve up last year for their first yeah. time, it was oh. It's almost as enjoyable as actually doing the hunting. Just, you know, taking someone in. Oh, for sure. It's like, literally, I cannot wait. Everything goes Except into it. Not taking the haircut. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> yeah, because I still have to hit up. It's like, okay, what do I need? What don't I need? It's just like, I still, it's like, just going in my head. It's just like, what do I need? So what do you like to do in your time right now? Between right? the next season. So in between seasons, I, I do a lot of 3D. I am a part of an archery team, which is Savage Ontario Archers or Savage Archers Ontario, and that. So it's just like you'll see us in our black and white jerseys. You probably see mine it says Beast on the back. I didn't choose the name no, by any means. <laughs> no, it's not even. It doesn't have to do anything with my height. Is it your draw? It's due to my draw. Okay. It's due to my draw being at 33 inches, and I can launch a 500 green arrow, still over 300. Jeez. That's the thing. That's why I got the name. But other than that, I pretty much just, because Andrew and I, we share most of our hunting properties for deer and stuff like that. So it's just like he said, we can do a little bit of scouting. We can't really do much. It's like what shows up is what shows up. Yeah. Other than that. Do you guys pre- do like minerals or anything? Pretty much no, because the field, that's it's a hay field. So we really can't do too much until he has the last cut off of it. Right, makes sense. So it's just like, that's usually sometimes like mid or late October. Yeah. If if it's still mild fall, I guess, you can get maybe another cut. even later this year, right? Exactly, the way it's been going. Yeah. So he could probably get another cut or two maybe by November. So it's just like, it's a flip-flop of really what we do. But no, usually when season hits, I try and get in that stand as much as I can, like I said, because it's been a five-year hiatus for no deer for me, so it's starting to get, it's wearing on me for sure. It wears pretty quick now than it used to, but yeah, I pretty much do a lot of 3D, but right now, it's pretty much, I'm just punching the clock right now. Yeah, not much right now. Uh, I got one property. I still have to kind of confirm with the, the owners of what they want me to, what I can harvest and what I can't. Hopefully deer is a part of that. If so, then yeah, I'm a little late to the game, but hopefully putting out minerals, cameras and stuff like that. I'm um, doing that. Um, I don't think we're going to do bear this year for, for fall. Yeah, we're kind of a uh, few things going on in that time. So really, at this point, it's uh, yeah, punching the clock, collecting money, saving up, um, practicing, shooting. I got the membership at FCA, so shooting there, you know, uh, putting the time in in that way. Um, hopefully, I'll still get the tag for bear, and then we'll have moose and bear. You know, moose I, that will be there, yeah. yeah, that'll be my next season coming up. A little bit little bit out there a few months out but you know it's it's kind of one of those things you spend well we travel as far as we do spend as much money we do and as much uh, time as we do to come down to one moment last thing you want to do is you're right in the moment and something screws up like you just miss or whatever happens yeah you don't want to take that opportunity or you don't want to lose that opportunity rather so uh it's definitely putting in the time of practicing shooting and and that's really that's really it for me like i'd like to get into waterfowl and in that but yeah yeah. (laughs) i'm not i'm not set up for that yet but uh no at this point for me it's uh just getting ready for for bear and and moose in the fall so have you ever done any of the 
Not yet. I'd, I'd like to. My problem is, is uh, actually I just quit my job, what I was currently doing out of town. So I never had time. Now I do have time working my current job. So hopefully I get out shooting more, get more comfortable with my new bow and, and hopefully getting out. Cause it's also getting comfortable with the bow, but also getting comfortable under pressure shooting against other people, you know, yeah. shooting that way. And then after you know going for the game as well right so i haven't yet but i'd like to for sure if we were to do the big sky montana total archery challenge next year would you go all things like if i didn't have a family no we need know, a we need a yes or a no yeah, right yes. right now <laughs> if, my wife, if my wife wasn't listening then yeah 100 yeah yeah oh for sure okay well we're we're 30, 40 minutes in. Hopefully she listens to the first 20 and then she just butts <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I hope so, for sure. No, I definitely, I, I'm not. Uh, we just want to know. We really appreciate you. And let's <laughs> I was, Yeah, no, I was not happy about missing TAC this year. But, unfor- well, fortunately, I do have a newborn on the way and just couldn't take the risk of being five hours away from home. So, you know, unfortunately, I did miss out, but... For good reasons. But yeah, next year, if we're going on a trip like that, 100% I'm in. As someone sure. like without kids, you got to plan your pregnancy around honey. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Well, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, for me, it's like our kid, because we're expecting our first child this this winter, pretty yeah. much in November. This kid's literally showing up week of the rut. Yeah, it's not good. No. Yes. This is coming from the man who's getting married in a moose season. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. So I'd be watching what you're saying, so... Uh, I don't have a choice when the date comes. Yeah. You choose your date. Yeah. (laughs) See, I plan mine quite well. It's just just in the middle of nothing. Nothing's going on. It's a quiet season. It's all good to go. I planned it quite well. See, when I get married, I'm going to, like, buy myself a chastity belt for, like, the whole night. (laughs) 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 Babe, we haven't done I don't care. No, no. Good so luck. That's all saying. Away. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. Build myself a shack and live in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if only it were that simple. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, so worth your time. Now that we're talking about TAC, yeah. yeah. Lots of this TAC. Someone explain what TAC is all about. And you guys were talking just before dinner there, the wicked adventure that it was. Give us the lowdown. So, yeah. So, what, when we keep saying TAC, we're talking about the Total Archery Challenge down in the States put on by... What is it? You're wearing the shirt, man. Yeah, I know, but I can't. I can't read my back. Yeti Mountain Ops. It's put on by a Mountain Sitka. Ops Prime Sitka. Turn around, I'll read it actually. Uh, Prime Sitka Rocky Mountain Health Federation Loophold Victory Archery Vapor Trail Rambo Bikes. Uh, what's this one? Stealth Cam HME Muddy. This is way too many to read. That's yeah, good. I know. But yeah, they, so, so they have a lot of the big name sponsors, pretty much in the hunting industry and pretty much the archery world too, a little bit. So it's just like so they pretty much put a 3D course on the side of a mountain, pretty much, or a ski slope, like a ski mountain or a hill, I guess. Kind of almost like if we did it at Bowler, even though we don't really consider Bowler no. a mountain. No, it's <laughs> more, more of a garbage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think they started they started them out west, so Montana, Colorado, Utah, so that people that hadn't done Rocky Mountain hunts. Yeah. could get accustomed to the terrain of uh, shooting at oh, severe goodness. inclines, declines. Um, and we looked into it a couple of years ago, and I thought one of these days we'll make it out to one of those locations. A 20-hour drive or you know, a $1,000 flight just wasn't in the cards. And then last year, after we had done Reinhardt, uh, Reinhardt in Saginaw, Michigan, I stumbled across that they were having one in Boyne, so only another further two hours, so five hours for us. And and as soon as they opened up their registration, October last year, yep, we uh, we, we booked jumped in. on it. So yeah, awesome. Now right, Boyne is is no Rocky Mountain no. area, but uh, my feet and and carbs will attest that there was and some pretty serious and everything terrain, else, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, because we did. So they have four courses total. So they have. The Sika course, where your shortest shot is 40 yards, your longest one is like 90, 100 yards. Then they have the local course, which is, yeah, that's like the kids' course. Fut- no, is future champions. Prime, Mountain Ops, Sika, Buddy, 
Oh, Muddy was local, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Muddy was local. So, but the fifth one was like the kids' little target area. But yeah, then you have the prime, which goes from, what was it, like 40 again, all the way up to 105. 105, yeah. And then we had the local course put on by Muddy was your basic. 20 to maybe 50? Yeah, I was going to say like your normal 3D course, but extreme angles. Like we're talking extreme (laughs) angles. Not even the shooting. Yeah. The actual terrain to get to the target. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah, you're balancing on a route. Climbing a rope to get your damn arrow. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it was crazy. And then they had another one was put on by Mountain Ops, mm-hmm. and those were the courses that you could shoot. So you make a literally like a tee time, like golf, saying we're going to shoot this course at this time. You'll go get shuttled out or take the ski lift up to the top and work your way down the mountain, pretty much, and you just go from there. Like Which you're is pretty cool to to yeah. take your bow and do a ski lift in the yeah. middle of June. Yeah, that was kind of neat. It was definitely cool. It was like you're just sitting on the ski lift, kind of relaxing. It's just like taking everything in. It's just like, this is awesome. So that can seem to be the norm down in the States. Mm-hmm. If that were to happen at, say, Blue Mountain mm-hmm. or Bowler, what do you think the thoughts would be from public people being like, what are those guys doing? Uh, concern. I, I see concern coming up, for sure. Just the area, though, right? Like, yeah. it's yeah. definitely not an area for what I would think is hunters living you know, it's more of the the slopes kind of people being there or the, you know, mountain bikers, but... It's a very different world, and I, I've definitely noticed it this year big, mainly, I think, because I'm so interested in it, mm-hmm. is that how much bigger it is in the States. Oh, yeah, it's, huge. There's, yeah. there's so much put forth from, you know, USA to team shooters for to shoot for the country, right. whereas here, our, our shooters aren't paid for. Yeah. No. Right. Those guys, the endorsements are huge. We don't have any of those. They have billboards on the interstates in the States. We have nothing. Right. It's, I don't know if it's sought after to be like, it's a weapon, it's bad, but it's it's totally not. That's what I feel like. Maybe I'm just over being over dramatic, but it's totally a sport. It's, it's meditative. It's all kinds of everything, but Mm -hmm. violent. Right. How is it perceived in the UK? Left. Like archery, archery I'm, I'm not sure. That's 25 years now. I wasn't hunt, into archery. What hunting though and guns specifically? So, hunting is very much a country activity. You have to have property or access to property. It's not like you can go and shoot clays on a buddy's farm, which is perfectly acceptable here. It'd have to be a designated area. Um, and firearms are treated like we would treat a restricted firearm oh. across the board. So, no, it's um, there are only certain types of firearms that are allowed. So it's it's very restrictive in that respect. So, um, I think the the average rifle that you would own would be a twenty-two, and nothing really? higher power than that. So wow. you can only you can only hunt small game with that, um, and select a few people have rifles that are used for deer, etc. Um, but it's not the norm. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Definitely not a state. No. You make an excellent point there because we were there for the four days and oh, I did not shit. see a flicker of concern about 700 people yeah. walking right. around with bows walking and arrows. Walking around, bows, bows walking and arrows. around like a, There was like, a guy open carry. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, a guy walking around with 1911 with two extra mags on his hip. It's just like... Is yeah. no my my no sixty five pound bow was of no concern compared to that guy, right? <laughs> we're, like, we're literally walking around like a ski lodge. Like this place is booming come wintertime. There's well there's we're kids and, at the swimming pool. Remember? Yeah, there's kids in the pool swimming, there's I think like, the only concern on, the only concern looks we else. got were three very dirty, dusty tired guys. <laughs> Why are you coming through our clean lodge? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Andrew, if I remember that. You, uh, when you were at the border going into the States, they asked you about weapons. You said you had bows, and they were like, and whatever. Yeah, I yeah, said weapons. Not weapons. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. We got a spoon, too. Like, <laughs> 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 I remember a cutler said that. Yeah. Too, to <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Well, anything else you want to add? Not really, no. I, I just wanted to hear from everyone else, everyone's thoughts on all kinds of things, because everyone may be tired of us after so long. 
I do have to say though, did anyone else have it this turkey season where if they were going to their field, there was minimal to no turkeys, but every other field you went to, there was full of turkeys. Like every time, like the work site we were at in London, we drove by a few properties. I would see minimum five turkeys, if not 10 to 15 turkeys every time in a few properties. We didn't have permission there, but it's like, but come on. Keep that in mind. Where were those properties in relation to where most people would hunt? Those places were around stores. For sure. There was a few on the edge of town, though, like outside of town, like yes, the other side of the highway yeah. where they were they were good to go. But it was just like, come on, come really? On. Like, really? Like, you're just teasing yeah. me now, even after the season, too. property? Oh. Must have 30 birds out there? That's, yeah, the Thorndale property that we drive past is just, it's just bloody torture. Like, <laughs> absolutely torture. Yes. So, I know exactly. Yeah. I know exactly. That's, that's the one I point out. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That I field exactly. is torture. Yeah, it is terrible. <laughs> that's just, the way I would take to work, and it's yeah. like I would see they would be loaded, and it's just like, really, yeah. really, like if I just pull over, like if I just see my boat, no one. Would, it's like, nope, nope, nope. Don't do that. Do that. No, nope. I can't. Just keep driving. Just go to work. It's like, oh no. Yeah, but if you take your truck in the field. My mark, my marked work truck. Yeah, yeah. No one would know. Idea. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it was it was bad for that. It was, it was it was a teaser after the season was done. Oh, it's I always... saw them everywhere. It was terrible. I'm still like, seeing oh. them strutting up. Right? Oh, oh yeah, on a good hundred percent. Great, great population. Yeah. No, yeah, for yeah. sure. Birds are there. More than I've seen in a long while. Yeah, because yeah. I drive down Medway Road for work, just going from like West London all the way to East London, and it's just like. I'm still seeing the suckers yep. strutted up in the morning. So I'm yep. like, seriously? Yeah. It's like, let me just take this big ass pink truck of mine and just run <laughs> you over and then we'll be good. Oh. Well, I saw some and I hunted for 20 minutes, so I'm happy. <laughs> that, that's, you know what? I don't even consider, I don't even want to hear your story. Yeah, because no. Be, there's not much to it. I know. It's so, 20, 20 minutes story? Yeah. Oh, I can make it a 20 minute story, but it's going to be every minute is a like, literal minute of the story. <laughs> yeah. I spend more time that. getting to my field than it is for you to get your bird. Season, like, good year, good year. <laughs> yeah. And your first bird. Yeah, exactly. Like, first bird too. I'm never using decoys again. Okay, screw those things. Screw sitting there for like five hours and nothing happens. So easy, right? Twenty minutes. So yeah. Just look at them. Crawl on your belly through the mud and pop shoot up and shoot them. Yeah. Well. That's yeah. easy for you to They'll say. Yeah. Never Tap them on the head of the barrel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to grab them by hand. Uh-uh. And it's easy for you to just crawl through the grass and not be seen. Camouflage automatic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Joys of being short, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was on my belly. Well, thank you guys for joining in. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, with everyone. Oh, it was certainly for... won't be the last. Yeah, thanks for dinner as well. Absolutely. Yeah. That was, that was delicious. This won't be the last time. That's no. for sure. There this will was be, fun. There'll be many others, and uh, maybe we'll do a little cap once we get to deer season and talk about that. Oh, Certainly for sure. Certainly one after moose. Yes. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Okay. Well, this is OOP checking out.